Hey, what's up, you guys? I just want to take a moment and give you a background on today's guest. When I was 12 years old, I started working part-time at a company that sold saltwater fish and coral. And it was this job that really shaped the entire way I looked at life, work, and business. My old boss, Chris, who you're about to see here, was the one who gave me a chance and set me up on the trajectory that would eventually turn into real estate and now today on YouTube. But I left that company when I was 17 years old, and since then, we have not seen or spoken with each other in over 14 years. Until now. Here's that conversation, and I'm excited to introduce the person who's made all of this possible in the first place. So, enjoy. Welcome to the 57th ever Iced Coffee Hour. My name is Chris Turnier, and so far this podcast has made $68,718.74. Wow. That was good. I'm shocked. That was perfect. I'm at a loss of words. That was the best one I think we've had so far. Ever. I don't believe it. You guys are <laughs> it's lying. true. You're lying. You're lying. You're all lying. Jack never lies. It's it's no, true. I, I never see lie. it in his face. He lies. Good. More intro. importantly, it's yes. it's an yeah, honor it's to have eyebrows. you here. An honor to well, have you, you here. It really is. Thank I, you. I, I am being honest when I say this. This is the episode that I have been looking forward to for years. Like before even the iced coffee hour, before YouTube, being able to do something like this. I have been looking forward to this. Now, you obviously know based on the title, but you are my first boss ever. Back when I was, I think, I th- 12 or 13 years old. No, that's like, I don't think so. I don't think it was quite. I think you're. I think so. I don't I think you're Seventh lying. Seventh grade, I think eighth you're grade. lying. I think Jack How is lying. Is Jack is I'm lying. lying. Yeah. They're always a bunch of lies. Um, yeah, I mean, I get, I mean, because when I left for Fiji, it was 2007. Mm-hmm. And so where were you in 2007? Are just you barely in, you leaving. Just in, I was barely leaving the company in 2007. Right. So, but at that point, you were you were grad you graduated high school, I think, right? And then you flunked barely. out of you flunked out of college because flunked out of no flunked, flunked out of high, out of high school. school. Yeah. And then and because of reefer madness. Yeah. Because of my uh, because of my company. Yeah. So and then so I mean we weren't robbing cribs at that point, but. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm trying to remember. I couldn't, yeah. at that point, I'm not sure if you were working for me for four years or five years. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think I was 12 or 13 when I started working with you. And for those that are aware, you say reefer madness. Yes. And people are going to assume like it's reefer. something else. Something. Smoking the reefer. Yes. Is it not? No, it is not. It is not smoke. It's a reefer because we are technically reefers. Yes. So reefers basically mean that you're keeping a reef tank. It's an aquarium with corals. And tropical fish, and um, yeah, it's a it's a crazy addictive hobby. Yeah, that I've been doing for a long, long time. Yeah. So, um, and still just as addicted to this day. So, right. it's it's something. So, when I was twelve years old, when I was I, yeah, I think it was either eleven. I was eleven years old. I was eleven years old, and I got bit by this saltwater aquarium bug. And my mom was not was not about the saltwater tanks. She thought it needed too much maintenance, but my dad was on board with it. And so we ended up getting a saltwater tank set up. And at that time, I would spend all of my t- all of my free time, basically, after school on, like, ReefCentral.com, which was basically, it's a forum of other aquarium enthusiasts who would come together and talk about their love for, like, keeping fish and coral. And we would share our, like, thoughts of and, and about husbandry and, like, how to grow this stuff. And I would be getting home from school and f- basically from, like, 4 p.m. to 9 I was on ReefCentral.com, just like posting. And there Le- were live people on the other end that were getting back to you? No, they were robots. You're yes. kidding. No, yeah, mostly robots. <laughs> it's right, the good life. Like, who do you Are think you I'm serious? talking to online? Yeah. yeah, they're crazy. Crazy. <laughs> <was a> ro- <laughs> <You're> <laughs> Jack, what sort of question on it? If you go online on well, a forum, it's who, a who's forum. on the other side? It's a forum. Who would I be talking to? It's not to? a bunch of bots, no. 
Who would I it's be talking crazy to? crazy addicted. Oh, so it's a human. Humans. It's a form. It's, it's a form. Imagine Reddit. It's got thousands of users. Yes. Like imagine Reddit. Yeah. Okay. But imagine before Reddit and communities like that, there were bulletin boards and forums, which would basically be a website that you go to with like different I know. Sections. I've been on forums before. Okay. Yeah, so that's what it was. So there's humans on the other end. Yes. What forums do you go on where there's not a human on the other end? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's just, you know. Okay. Get it so, clear. So there are other people on the other end. Were you one of these other people? You use the forums? Yes, I was. Actually, at one point, I, I did a lot of, because there were a lot of questions about specific corals and how to care for them and what this is and what that is and where to put it in your aquarium and so on and so forth. So I would go on there, try to ID stuff, try to tell people what their care was. It was a lot of work. But yes, I used to do that a lot. Yeah. So I was really into this and I would say maybe when I was like 13 years old, there was this guy, his name was Dave and this sounds super sketchy. Like looking back at this, like if I had a kid, I'd be super sketched out. If the kid comes and say, Hey, I want to go over to this guy's house and see his aquarium. How old is he? I don't know, in his forties, and he wants to invite me over to his house to look at his fish. Tank. And he's pretty sketch. He's a great guy, but he's really nice guy. No, so, super nice guy. So this guy, Dave. And it's not so terrible. Dave and I had talked online for a while. <laughs> I, I can't say this. Creepers. Not, it, but did he say creepers. he was 40 online? Or did you know that when you met him? See, that's that robot. <laughs> it's that, it's it, that sounds, bot. it sounds ridiculous. So I was talking to this guy, Dave, online. And he was on Reef Central. And he was posting what's called a frag swap. And basically what this is, I know, it's, I know it sounds ridiculous. What this was is when, when other aquarium hobbyists would get together, they would frag a piece of their coral. Like, they'd basically chip off a piece of the coral, and they'd trade it with other people, and you could grow it. Dave wanted to do a frag swap, which is basically a big... With you? <laughs> he was the only one there at the frag swap. <laughs> yeah. So he was doing this big backyard frag swap, where basically all the guys online were going to get... <laughs> it sounds... It sounds... <laughs> It sounds Alex like is laughing over there too. It's, like, it's just the way I'm saying. I mean, there's no other way to explain it. Right. Anyway, it was called a backyard's frag swap. And <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can you move my mic or something? I'm sorry. Keep going. A backyard frag swap, and people would get together and sell their fish and coral and little pieces of it. And I was like 13 years old, and I begged my mom. I wanted to go to the frag swap, so my mom said, "Yes, we can go to the frag swap." And we got there early, by the way, so she could meet Dave. And so she met Dave. Dave was a really nice guy, like over the top nice, like the type that he just he just wanted to help a kid out. And he saw like how into fish and coral I was. So everything that day was was so much fun. I was able to meet a lot of the, able to meet a lot of the people online that I was talking to, like on the forums. And I it was I, a local forum, right? It was yes. a Los Angeles. Southern Los California. Angeles, Southern California. Yeah, so it was called the Southern SCMS. California Reefers. Yeah. Yes. There's so, where the reefers come in. <laughs> so I was able to meet all these people that I talked to online, and I don't think any of them knew how old I was because I just had my screen name online. I don't think I really what told anybody. What was your anybody. screen name? I'm not going to say. It's embarrassing. Say it. Because then people are going to be able to no, look it up. It. Say it. <laughs> I don't even <laughs> the remember. ultimate Graham, reefer. So, <laughs> so embarrassing. <laughs> Pineapple House. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember. Yep. Now I remember. Because I really, I really like SpongeBob. I really like SpongeBob. And so I figured Pineapple House. I don't know. Okay. So now you can look me up on, on Reef Central. But anyway, so that was my screen name. People didn't know how, how old I was. But anyway, so I show up there 
and everyone has like a little name tag in mind. They put Pineapple House Graham, <laughs> and I'd show up and uh, and basically meet everybody. And I was so excited to be able to buy like pieces of uh, fish and coral. And you had uh, a friend and employee, Andy, yep. who w- was basically sent to this frag swap to represent the business of Reefer Madness. Reefer Madness was one of the biggest sponsors. Uh, you were a big sponsor on Reefer Madness. Um, you mean sorry, on Reef Central? Reef Central, yeah. Yep, yep. Let me say it again. So yep. Reefer Madness was a big sponsor of Reef Central. So you'd always see the banner at the top for Reefer Madness. And Andy was sent there to be a representative of Reefer Madness. Mm-hmm. So I met Andy selling a few pieces of, of fish. And I think it, at that point... I don't think you sell pieces of fish. Or sorry. In the support <laughs> yeah. and the hobby. Say that again. If you do pieces of fish, they're it you, it's sushi. more like sushi. sushi. So he was selling that sushi. That would be really expensive sushi. I say again. Like a blue tang, like yeah. a little Nemo. <laughs> if I can say that, I just, don't know. But little pieces of that usually... Just on the rice. Yeah, you can't frag a fish. fish. Got it. Yes. Okay. Thanks for clarifying. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's been a while since you've had a tank, so you might have forgotten. So so Andy was selling pieces of coral there, and I think Dave made the introduction to Andy, and I was, like, enamored that, like, someone from Reefer Madness was there. And I think Andy said that I could come by the warehouse and just check it out. And I told my mom, like, we could go after school. We could go to the warehouse. I could take a look at this. Which warehouse do you, I Walt mean, Smith. you probably get that. So it was at the, at the Pacific Aqua Farms, yep. Walt Smith. Yep. Walt Smith. It was by yep. uh, uh, LAX. Yep. And my mom said, yes. So we connected with Andy, drove down to Reefer Madness, and you were there. And I remember the first time I was there being like blown away. Like this was a kid in a candy store moment because I had my, my aquarium set up. And going to, like, the local fish store is one thing. But being able to go into a wholesaler of, like, I don't know, 10, 20, 30,000 square feet of fish and coral, all in, like, huge, like, it just... Long just, raceways. Right. Yep, water Hundreds of yep. fish, thousands of corals. And to see this, I was just, like, blown away that, like, this exists. And everything you could ever want was, like, was there. And so I was introduced to Chris. And... I think I was just so blown away at like looking at everything and I knew all the names of everything. I studied every name of every coral out there and I could be like, oh, that was a Montipora Capricornus. So this is an Acropora nobilis and like just all these names. And I think you offered me a position where like if I wanted to come in after school, I could help out. What was going through your mind at that point? Like I'm some kid walking into your business, just picking out names and efficient coral. Well, the, the funny thing is about about people and and well and the reefing hobby is that a lot of folks they they're into the they're into like the mechanics of it they're into like the plumbing they're into the lighting whatever but in this in your situation you knew a lot at that age mm-hmm. I, mean, I think you you know you pretty much astounded me to be able to name a lot of those corals so when I see I don't see it often mm-hmm. even now after doing this so many years there's very few people that actually can pick up and, and identify those particular corals because not only do you have to remember a scientific name, but you also have to remember the common name that was used in the in the aquarium and the reefing hobby. Yeah. And there's hundreds of thousands of names. Each company, I mean, especially nowadays, each company has their own name. Some some they use from, from company to company, but a lot of them are unique to the company. And so you knew, I mean, back in those days, it was a little bit different than today because yeah. today you're fragging 
a lot. But back then, especially for Reefer Madness, Reefer Madness actually used, uh, sorry, imported corals from Fiji, from Tonga, from the islands of Fiji, from the islands of Tonga, from Bali, um, from Indonesia, so on and so forth. And you're getting colonies, you're acclimating those colonies, you're photographing those colonies, and you're shelling those colonies. So you somehow, I don't know why at that age you would be so into it, you knew that. And I'm like, game on and yeah. you know and i think i think at that point we just said yeah why don't we you know see if he can do it part-time start helping out with you know whatever and uh i think it and five years later and you flunk out of school yeah i, I don't know if that was the best decision but you know it's it's good so back then was it because you wanted the help or was it because you just liked the enthusiasm for me, it's always about enthusiasm. Okay. If you have, if I'm going to hire somebody, I have to have that enthusiasm. Because if you if you don't have the enthusiasm, it's it's hard to you can't force you you can't force that the the desire to to learn that particular stuff. Like for me, in the example, you know, from you know some of the finance stuff you, that you you know you do a lot of that stuff is you know I try to remember, but yeah. naming a coral, you know, figuring out that specific, the species of fish, boom, it's like, bam, it's right in there. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of the thing that, you know, that's, the, that's what, if I see it, I, I, you know, I like to be able to what kind of cheesy term, but nurture it in that right. sense, because it, it helps us in the long run for sure. Right. Did my age concern you about being like, I, I, I was probably 12 or 13. I'm like, sure it did at the okay. time. I can't really remember. I mean, yeah. that's a long time ago. Right. But, um, you know, that's what, 2003? Three. Yeah, yep. 2003. So that's a long time ago. And that was before we even moved to our, you know, the second location. Yep. Um, so, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that was the main thing. It's just the enthusiasm. That, that makes up for, you know, 90% of it for yep. sure. I was so excited, too. It was every Tuesday and Thursday get picked up from school and either my mom or my dad would drive me over yep. to the Your warehouse. Dad had the Ford Explorer. Yep. I remember the red, I think it was red. He had a green one. I had a green, green okay, one. Green. And then the red That's was right. later. That was the, the upgrade. Red, okay. The red oh, Ford the Explorer. Upgrade. All right. So I did remember something. Yeah. Yeah. The green Ford Explorer yep. would drop me off. Yep. And then I forget, my mom would go and like read a book sometimes, which I hated. I hated that she would like be around all, the, I just wanted her to go and leave and then let me do my thing. But sometimes she'd stick around and like read a book, which I, I just, I didn't like that. But uh, but my dad would just drop me off and uh, then come and pick me up sometimes like nine or 10 o'clock at night. Yep. And I was I, I didn't even want to leave. And there are several times, too, where I would be there until probably 11 p.m. or midnight. You would leave usually around nine. Wait, 13 years old. Yes. I was working. I loved it. Yeah. So we would have these shipments come in from I believe it was Fiji and maybe Tonga. Tonga too, yep. That was the main Tuesdays supplier. Tuesdays and Thursdays. Those were the main suppliers right. for this particular, yep. And they would come in at like 4 p.m. I would help unpackage some of these, the the, the coral, uh, and then photograph it. And sometimes like on, on Thursday, I was photographing Tuesday's coral. And then on the Tuesday, I was photographing Thursday's because we had to give it enough time to adjust mm -hmm. and make sure it was okay. Yep. Um, and yeah, and I just was... Obsessed with photographing as many different corals as I could. Because we get boxes and yep. boxes. It would probably be sometimes 100, you know, 150 corals in a shipment. Right. So, and you're unboxing them. You've got these big boxes. I mean, they, we call them coffin boxes because they're, they're huge. Yeah. They're, they're massive. And each box would probably hold, you know, between um, 8 to 16 corals, I'd say, yeah. for an example. And then we'd be unpacking those. 
and then you have to put them in a certain location in those tanks with a good amount of flow going by them. You let them what's called polyp out, and polyps are the little, they have a little, like, discs coming out all the sides of the mm-hmm. branches of the corals, and those have to open up before you can photograph them. So you right. got to give them that amount of time to be able to open, and that was yeah. that was your that was your job. Yeah. Would you stay until the work is done, or would you finish up the work and kind of just hang around and look at the coral and stuff like uh, that? Both. I, I would hate to ever leave a job unfinished. Um, but if I finished early, I wouldn't tell my parents to pick me up because I would be there. I loved just being able to look because I could keep the lights on. And and I don't I don't know if that was responsible back then. Because like, I, I was the only one in the warehouse, like 13 Maybe 14 years old. And I had the coat to the front. And I think I had a key or something like that. But I would be the one at like 10 or 11 p.m. Remember you tell me, do the code. And then I'd have to lock the door when I left. And I loved it. I loved having the whole place to myself. Uh, we had the radio going. And I could control the lights, which I thought was the coolest. Like I could keep the lights on above the coral. And yeah, I would just, I would ideally just keep going until I was finished. But sometimes there's too much. And by like 11 p.m., my mom or dad would say, no, this is enough. We got to stop. But I, w- I would just keep going. But yeah, and I think. You were responsible um, to getting those those uploads done for me. So that was kinda, yeah. it was a pretty important job. Who was doing the job before Graham? Me. You were? Yeah, most part, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that was my responsibility. Mm-hmm. I mean, the main thing was is always reaching your deadlines for those, but to, making sure that those products, because the cool thing is, and it's unusual, I think, even to today, is having what you what you see is what you get. Products. Or so I believe you were one of the first to do that, by the way. Yes, and that actually that was before Reefer Madness. That was a company that I that I um, I was one of the managers for a long time prior to that, called Flying Fish Express, and that was oh gosh, that was ninety. That started ninety seven, mm-hmm. and we we were the first one at that point to do the what you see is what you get corals the whole industry the whole hobby progressed with the development of these halide bulbs now they use leds but back then like what you have on your reef tank now um back then they were halide bulbs and the the whole industry kind of started to make a move to more of a blue light because before they were using like yellow yeah 65k look like sunlight every all the corals look brown and green and they didn't look very good but we started making this move toward um this blue lighting and it just made the corals pop it brought out this phosphorescence Mm. so that was the whole goal is to produce these what you see is what you get corals and that was what your you know that's what your job taking those corals photographing them making sure that their color was true using photoshop um, and an SLR camera at that yep. point. Actually, I think we were using your camera. It was at Sony. Yep. That thing was Sony killer. Cybershot. It was killer. Uh, that was an amazing camera back Sony? in the day. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it, was, it was a Sony Cybershot. Because yep. we used something. It was we used the Canon. Long it wasn't thing. quite as good, but then you brought yeah. your you brought your Sony and there was this huge yep. barrel and had a Carol's, uh, sorry, um, a Carl Zeiss lens. Yep. And that thing. And even today, I mean, those Carl Zeiss lens are, yeah, yep. know, they're really good lenses. Um, so yeah, so back in the day, that was uh, that that was a uh, yeah. I'd still consider that a decent camera to this day, which is I amazing. think so too. It was able to get really good macro shots, yep. which back then, by the way, uh, I think this was like a seven megapixel camera. What are they at now? How many megapixels do they have now? These cameras right here, no, like twenty two. But how much do they cost? Over two grand. Yeah. All right. So I found it. Okay. So this is it. 
Sony Cybershot F707 5. It's 5 uh, megapixels. And this is the camera. Yeah, I think it was oh, bad. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was sweet. Yeah. And back then... 99 bucks. You get yeah, 100 bucks. Yeah. Back then, this so if you was, want to be a burgeoning reefer and take yeah. some photos, there you go. Get a get one of those. You'd actually be... You could still get some decent, yeah. decent this, shots. This was like the the camera of camera. Right now, an iPhone would probably do like 10 times better. But this was the camera to get back in 2003. My iPod Touch, like fourth generation, was like five or seven megapixels. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. But back to Reefer Madness, the other thing, too, that was unique was that you were one of the first to really go online with with fish and coral and sell uh, individual pieces in the what you see is what you get category. What what sparked that besides the Flying Fish Express? What made you want to go off on your own from that? Well, I was also one of the – I was the very first, and I get cursed at because of it, but to actually name – attempt to name corals down to a scientific level and actually give them specific names because before i came around they it was green acropora for yeah. example which green was a specific staghorn. green yeah. staghorn or yeah. blue staghorn or you know whatever purple you know whatever yeah. and so i took it to the next to make it a little bit more personable because reefers as we call them are very um they're very uh, they're addicted mm-hmm. they they love it so the more personable you can make the coral the more you can assimilate with something in real life i think it also does well to tweak their interest into mm-hmm. um you know following you know kind of like a breed of dogs a breed of cats sure. um it 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 does well to try to get their their excitement growing even more um, so I, I think that was part of it, um, but just the technology has come along. Yeah. You know, came at that point was yeah. even was coming further, and then the like I mentioned about the blue lights, the twenty k bulbs or the fifteen k bulbs, so on and so forth. They that also brought out a lot of corals, colors that you didn't see previously. Right. When did you come up with the first name? really naming the corals that was actually flying fish express with those clams okay we started we sure but we went even further we started you know doing names that were get even more off the wall um you know i don't know if i can say this but i mean one that always sticks out to me like Supergirl's nipple um <laughs> i mean just we had some crazy you that know was cra- cra- that was corals? that was a name of one of the corals because who, who it was a coral that? that it was blue and green I did, of course. Um, it was blue and green, <laughs> where, and had all these like you get projections. The to that, yeah. <laughs> it was all the projections, and when you would cut one, and when you'd frag one off, it would be you know pointed so on and so forth. So, and then somebody would glue that to their yeah. rock, to their live rock, to their structure in the reef tank. Um, and yeah, so you know, I had all sorts of those. Well, I did um, some uh, reefermanis dot us. Yep, I did some stocking. Watched the the uh, speech you you get you gave. Um, oh, which one? Yeah. Which one? I don't know. It was one of them, but but this is the screenshot. Uh, and we'll we'll put this up on the screen for everyone to see. Here, but you know what? I want you to. Oh, so this. yeah, yeah this so is here, it. yeah, there it is. But I've got much better images. This okay. is a screenshot. Yeah, I just did a screenshot. Okay. Oh yeah. So see, some of those are nuts. I got to find one. Is so go. before we go into some of the names, your reasoning behind this, these names, was that it just gave a more personal touch. Yes. The coral. Yeah, no it just made him funny. This, yeah. It made it funny. It made it, it made it, I mean, it made it to the point where just like clickbait, um, it, I think a lot of people would, reefers would look forward to coming to 
that page because they would see they would see these crazy these off the wall names that whether they purchased a coral or not um it made it it made it that much more interesting. We came up with some really wild names. It was it was the more it didn't make sense, the better. Time to was, sell your kids because because we have this outrageous something something and something. Yeah, we we had so. some like your wife is going to leave you after you buy this like crazy <laughs> coral. Just like we had nutty is the names. coral community. Just like are they the, the, no. the people are? It made no sense, but a lot of people would purposely come to the website, and the Just website had a, it had a consistent schedule of uh, refreshing. So you knew, I think, at like a certain time on like a Thursday morning at nine a.m., the website would refresh, and everyone would come to the website, and they would either see the cool colonies that came in, or they would read the names for fun because the names were all so just they made no sense at all but they were funny they were it, off it the was wall. it was different it was nothing really out there yeah there's nothing i mean still i mean to this day i don't know it's, how it's, much yeah how much did it take to start the business let's talk about some of the financials well let's see the the website back then i think was probably it was right around between 50 and 20k to build because of how much wow. it was a lot. We had this um, this guy named Skip who yep. actually did um, the the a lot of the web development. I, yeah. He basically did the web development. I never it was liked. Basic. It was, I never liked Skip. Skip Skip was always very short with me. What qualms He's, did you have with Skip? What did he do to you? Skip? He, he was he just was never friendly. He was to at least to me he was never like a like an overly he wasn't a warm guy. I like Skip. Skip was yeah. cool to me. I mean, to okay. me, I mean, maybe because I was the owner, but yeah, but whatever. But yeah. it, you know, maybe you were just, you know, you were kind of snotty to him. I maybe, don't know. maybe I was. Maybe, yeah, was. Maybe, maybe I had the attitude. But maybe it was at the end of the day, and he didn't want to deal. You know, potentially, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, he built this, wow. and he built this guy, this Monty, our, our mascot, and he sh- he did this. I mean, three dimensional artwork for it, which was pretty cool back in the even the day. He took this these colonies of zoanthids, which are these singular polyps that have all these crazy colors, and he stretched it out of a three-dimensional, stretched it around a three-dimensional frame, and he built that, and he built the structure of the website. And um, um, and then we had to pay rent to Pacific Aqua Farms so because we were renting, we actually rented uh, raceway space. So mm-hmm. this from these raceways, these long raceways that we, we talked about earlier, um, and we paid rent for that and for an office where we did our, our photography work. Um, do you and then remember our advertising the and what's that? The do you rent? remember how much the rent would be? I don't, I don't remember. Okay. I don't remember. Like a thousand. It or? was probably around there. Okay. It was probably around there. Um, because I do remember that when we did move to our own location, you know, um, several years, a couple of years later that it was, um, I remember the rent was quite a bit higher. I mean, and it was, it was more of a struggle for sure. Cause you know, the electricity and for, you know, because we were running these massive mm. thousand watt bulbs over our systems, um, that the electricity went much, up, much higher. So the rent and the electricity and, you know, and so on and so forth. So the initial costs were, was the website. Um, and the website really didn't change a whole lot over those time, over mm. those years. I think, um, but I think we were using Dreamweaver um, for the structure of the website. Um, but it wasn't a database driven site either. Um, so, because back in those days, so it was it was really just um, people emailing us the number of the particular coral, and then we would, and then 
my lovely wife would actually go in and with her customer, amazing customer service would mark those particular. So, and then, you know, the people would pay for wait, it. Really? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. So was there not a checkout? No, not back to those days. What? Yeah. Wait, so wait, how did this work? It was like basically first come first serve. A lot of it via email. So you would have yeah. to email. Yes. I think it was like Christine at reefer madness.us yep. with the skew that you wanted. Yes, in the beginning, in the very beginning. Wow. In the very beginning. And then I think we progressed toward a, you know, toward a shopping cart as it worked. That was one of the main pushes. Wow. But you'll see, yeah, no for the very beginning, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was not a shopping yeah. cart. It was not database driven. Where did you get the money to start it up? Because 15, 20 grand for a website it, back then, that's plus yeah, that all was, the overhead. That, so it's like 20, Walt, 20 yeah, Walt and Deb. 000. And, we, you know, that we, we kind of worked together and, and made that happen. So. Yeah. Wow. So it was a, it was a chunk of change, but they were doing, um, you know, importing from, from Fiji and then, um, uh, sorry, exporting from Fiji yeah. and running Pacific and, and, and supplying Pacific aqua farms. Yeah. Some of those, yeah. it just kind of progressed and, and worked. And I might be off on that 15, 20 gram, but I, sure. I'm pretty sure it was pretty okay. close because of how much artwork and how much time, I mean, that guy skipped he uh, skip worked on it for uh, for for quite a few months wow. before it was really for before it was ready what was that like running your own business like that because it, it, taking it from the small little raceway to then having your own shop having i think it was two employees plus myself it was andy and mirna andy was mirna yep and i was there and then yep grant um I don't know. It was all natural. I don't, it was a natural trend, you know? Um, and then Christine, of course, yeah. um, it was just, it was, it was just a natural, um, move to, you know, to, to running that just to, to yeah. growth in general. I don't, I don't know if it was all conscious or not. I think it was just something that had to be done. I do remember, you know, uh, working 36 hours straight one time yeah. and almost, I almost actually fell off the top of, of a catwalk where we sit the raceways I was so tired. It was like the 35th hour or something trying to get the, trying to, we had a deadline to try and get this, this warehouse going because we were, I think shut down for a couple of weeks because we couldn't, we didn't have any corals. We were moved out of Pacific farm mm. off of Pacific aqua farms. And we were trying to get this, this warehouse up and running. And I just remember working 36 hours on top of this catwalk, trying to set up these lights and everything started getting, you know, wonky. And, and I like had to catch myself on, on one of the, on one of the bars. Otherwise I would have like gone head first, like 15 feet down under the, yeah. in, under the top of the raceway. I don't, that probably would have been very pretty, but luckily, you know, we, we made it through and we got those systems running and we got salt water from, we had a big salt water bin. we got water. We actually um, brought water up straight from scripts, uh, UCSD. They had mm-hmm. a, they had a, basically, a, a, a there was a company that was, uh, getting water from kind of a deep, deep off of San Diego County and, mm-hmm. and it was trucking it up to us. And, and, and that's what we use for our, for our systems. And yeah, it was just a, it was just a, it was a cool, it was a cool time. It was, it was hard. Yeah. I remember how, how much you were working mm. like all the time late at night. You were constantly, even weekends, Saturdays, Sundays, you were yep. working nonstop. Yep. yep. Do you, and it, I still do the same. It's not much change. So I was, I'm a little confused. So you were what the manager of reefer madness no, I was no, I was owner. I was okay, I was part. I was part owner. So yeah, I basically ran it. Yeah, you're part owner of Reefer Madness. Yes, got it. What was the day to day business like? Because I knew, 
I remember being like, I, I think I was 15 when you moved in. It was 2005. And seeing some of these orders come in for $1,000 or like $1,500. And in my mind, to me, that was all profit. Like I didn't get the concept of like you have overhead, you have expenses, like everyone working there is getting paid. It's electricity. So I would think, wow. Like I thought back then, like you Bank. must, you, yeah, Banking. I'd see these were like no. $6,000 and I'd be like, wow, $6,000, yeah. like 25 orders a day. And right. Yeah. yeah we, had, we had good business, but yeah, no, cause you have mortality. So because yeah. this is, a, these are living corals and unfortunately sometimes those corals don't, you know, don't make it. Um, they don't survive the shipping. They have some issue that comes in later. Um, they, yeah. So it didn't always do well. You have overhead. I mean, the, the place to the, 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 sorry, the cost of, of heating the place or cooling the place, the cost of FedEx, the cost of uh, advertising the cost. I mean, it's just one thing after another. Um, it was not whole. Yeah. Not incredibly uh, profitable for selling colonies on the other hand, selling yeah. fragments. Now, once you get a fragment and you start selling, yeah. that can become, once you get a self-sustaining, you become a gardener, yeah. um, then it becomes a bit more profitable. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk a little bit more about Graham, Graham's relationship Wait. with you as his boss. Okay. Okay. That, that really excites right. me, you know, let's talk about it. So obviously the relationship between a boss and its and his employees is very unique because like you know you have one person giving orders one person receiving orders was there ever any flack between Graham and you was there ever anything that you told Graham to do where that didn't sit very well with you Graham I'm trying to think if if he ever gave me any kind of flack I don't remember he was he was pretty damn good. He because see the problem. Was, you're, we're yeah. trying to. We're trying. Maybe Graham remembers some, yeah, yeah. but I mean, I, I'm I'm pretty. I was a pretty easy guy to work for yeah. for the most part. I just wanted my deadline. If if you reach your deadline and you you know you did a good job, I, I think you got a little whiny sometimes when I asked you to re-edit photos. Sometimes you got kind of <laughs> whiny about it. I mean, he was making like at, at the end. I think he was making like a buck a coral. So if we're doing yep. like 150 or 200 or 300 corals a, a week, that's for for a you know 15, 16 year old. Yeah. You're always making good. That was bank. Good money. Yeah. Back, back then, yeah. that was bank. I mean, you think about it. You can do. I don't know how many corals you were processing an hour. I tried to uh, get with to Photoshop. Oh 100. yeah, 100 corals was my minimum. If I was going in per hour. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Per, per hour. No, per hour. I think it was anywhere from 15 to 30, depending on yeah. what it was. And how quickly I could turn them out. Like okay. sometimes the bigger colonies took longer because it was difficult to Photoshop and get it accurate. But yeah. like sometimes the smaller things, just knock them out, knock them out, yeah. knock them out, knock them out. Um, but so, yeah, he yeah. would definitely get whiny sometimes when I would ask to go back and re-edit some of those because, <laughs> I mean, it was a lot of work. But, yeah. you know, I had, you know, I had an expectation of what stuff had to look like yeah. even to this day. Um, I do the same thing, um, very similar to it. And I, you know, I will say, okay, I got to get, you know, this has to look like this and that's looking because in my brain, I know what the coral looks like Yes, and it has to look that way. Otherwise it, it's because the problem is, is if you produce a coral that, um, that isn't quite right. Uh, the issue is, is that if the color's off or it's too bright or too saturated as, as, as this industry believes um, that a lot of these corals just don't look the way they, they, they do in real life, 
um, you you have to be able to tone back. You have to increase. You have to pull it back. You got to crop it right. You got to have the right. It has to be clear. It has to be concise. Yep. It has mm-hmm. to be, you know, it has to look right. So yeah. you're saying some sellers would turn up the saturation of the photos to make it seem like the coral was more yes. colorful yes. than yeah. it yes. actually is. Yes. Because in coral, you want it to be very colorful and vibrant. Right. But not overly so. Because if you do it overly so, then you've got, it's basically a false representation yeah. of a particular, you know, the particular coral. So yep. you got to make sure. And you see these astronomical prices sometimes for a coral that when a customer receives it, it doesn't look quite right, right. like that. So it, back in the day, and colonies actually, back when we were doing it, um, like that was, it was actually even more difficult um, because obviously the technology wasn't quite the same, but the, um, but it was, it was very easy to get carried away Yep. Um, for some of these corals because they're coming from, straight from the islands only a couple of days here and, you know, in a captive environment uh, coming from the ocean, they get, you know, they're basically collected by, you've got in Fiji, for example, it was, it was this ex- massive expanse of 3000 square miles that you could collect from. And these divers are going out to specific dive spots um, every day, collecting these specific corals. And it basically equated to, it was a super, I mean, they did a study, they do studies on it every couple of years and you, it, it's like a forestry forest. So you can have up to 3% of a forest and it's sustainable. So they found with the studies that they were doing that, that the collection in Fiji um, was 0.0001% or something um, is crazy sustainable. Uh, so you're going out there with a hammer and a chisel and you're finding a specific coral and you're, you're, you're clipping it off right there at the be right there at the base of the coral where it's growing into the reef. You, you knock that out, you pop it off the rock and then you, um, you place it up on the boat. You, you know, I'm sorry, you get a big collection of it. You place those corals up on the boat. Then those are transferred to the main warehouse. They, they're acclimated for a couple of days or so. Then they are bagged up, shipped out all the way to the United States or wherever yeah. they were going. It's a lot of traveling. It's to a lot of cars. travel. Yep. So the shipping cost back then was in these big boxes. Like we talked about earlier, um, that, that was, that was, you know, part of it. And then you, you have to take those corals the way that they looked in the ocean is one thing, but then once they're tra- once they travel and they ship, they lose some of that luster. And the, one of the reasons why we had such large lights, the twenty thousand, the thousand watt bulbs on our systems, was to try and bring that color out. And with those thousand watt bulbs, you could do it re- reasonably quickly. But the same thing, you had to make sure that you didn't oversaturate those to make it look like it. You're misrepresenting the coral, yep. and then you know, make sure, and then it sells like that, and the customer gets it, and you complain because customer service in this particular was right. very, very important. So I remember a few things. I don't ever remember getting any flack from you or Andy. Um, not that I can remember. Maybe there was something I did wrong or I messed up something. I think maybe the worst I've ever done is probably I've shipped the wrong coral. That probably happened at some point. That's the only thing I could think of, like like an honest, because sometimes they look very similar. And sometimes I will have picked a piece. Oh, and you know what we would do to make sure... Uh, because everyone was held responsible for what they did, we would put our, I think it was, we used to put our initials or our, like, our, you know, A or G mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. each order. So we could always look back and be like, this order came in, it was damaged, or this wasn't correct. Who backed this order? And be like, oh, there's a G. Graham did. And I think maybe once or twice I had shipped the, the wrong coral by mistake. They look kind of similar. Sometimes if they close up, it's almost impossible to tell what's what. So I, I'm sure I probably did that at some point. 
But I would say I learned quite a few things um, from watching how you worked. Uh, the first one was customer service. And the customer service, I remember, it was so important for you to make sure the customer's always right. And I remember even we had a few like trouble customers, weren't always the easiest, but you would always give them the benefit of the doubt. Even if you knew like they were wrong, they were complaining, they just want to be difficult, you would always make it right. Even if it cost you money. Um, and I remember quite a few times too, if there was like a good customer or, uh, uh, or someone who's brand new, throw them in something for free. And I think the cost of that to you was very little. Throw in an extra piece of coral that uh, maybe had broken off but then started growing again. Throw that in the order. Always give more than what they pay for every single time. Always make sure the order is better than what they would expect. That way, when they get it, they're going to go online and be like, wow, I ordered this from Reefer Madness and I got an extra piece of coral that they threw in for free. Like Stuff like that. I think the overhead was very little, but they would order again because of that. Um yeah, the, the the customer servicing was was really, I think, the biggest thing for me. And that's the thing I've, I've carried on this entire time, is always giving uh, the customer more than what they would expect. Even on YouTube, um, just making free videos, they'll always get more than what I received back. So that was really important for me. Graham told me that, so I noticed one thing that's that's really interesting with Graham is that he has like a no no questions asked refund policy yeah. on his teachable, on like his course, like on his days. real estate. Yeah, link down below. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like he has like a YouTube creator academy where he just teaches like strategies to grow a YouTube channel and stuff like that. And people will ask for a refund, maybe with some really like weird justification, right? And Graham will always offer them a refund within the first, was it like three weeks, four weeks? Yeah. No questions asked. Sure. Let me refund you immediately. And he said he learned that principle from you. That was you. you. Yeah. Even before we had even talked about this, it was it was from you doing that that I was mm -hmm. like, makes sense. And we get people, by the way, we used to do 30 days, but we would notice that people on the 30th day, on like on the, the, the 23rd hour, hour like you know, 23rd hour and 30 minutes in where it's like a 30 minute window. Hey, I got it. Wasn't what I expected. You said that we could get a refund. So I want my refund. And you go and look at their progress. They've watched the whole thing. And on that, like, it's not a coin. They just want it back. Yeah. And then unfortunately for us is that like once that 30th day passes, the payment processor doesn't allow yeah. you to issue a mm -hmm. refund. Yeah. They cancel you out and, and you exactly. have to do it out of your own PayPal. Exactly. And, and oh yeah. And, and they, they charge you fees on top of that. Yeah. So then I have to pay out of pocket and eat the cost of the fees. And for them, they're like, well, technically you said within 30 days and I'm five minutes away from the 30 days. We do it anyway. And my reasoning was that if you get one unhappy person, they'll go online and say, he didn't give me a refund. It wasn't what I expected. And if that causes 10 fewer people out there to want to give it a shot because of one bad review, it's not worth it. So I got that from you because you didn't want a single bad review. You, especially on Reef Central, such a tight community that if one person says, I got something from Reefer Madness, it came in not as, not as advertised. They wouldn't give me a refund. They weren't willing to work with me. They're terrible. Everyone else would be like, wow, I should stay away. But that was, that was from you. Yeah. yeah. I, I always, my thought was always that if the publicity is good, mm. But and bad publicity, you know, can take you so, only so far. Yeah. The good publicity is that if you have something, if you develop this, if you nurture it, and people will actually come back and protect you. Yeah. Your the community will actually come back online. You know, 
Facebook, Instagram, what if you start getting some bad publicity, you will get somebody that will say, hey, they actually made it right for me. Yeah. And that is everything. Yeah. That is ev- absolutely everything. So I always thought, and I, and I never had much business, mm-hmm. you know, um, education per se. I'm a, I'm a fisheries biologist by, by schooling. I mean, I got my fisheries degree. Mm-hmm. So this is all self-taught and it's all just common sense to me. And that sense is that I always thought that I needed to make sure that the customer, as I said, as you've heard through ages, customers always right. And they are right. And now, to an extent, if you can fight it and fight a good fight, then yes. But for that, for the most part, you're like, Yep. All right. Let's, yep. let's, let's, let's move on. We got to We got to keep moving. We can't dwell on the past. Cause you've seen sometimes where they just battle. Oh, they yeah. just battle. They go at it. You see the, you know, the, you see the, the customer and then you see the response and you see the customer again and it just gets nasty. Yep. And is that what you want? Cause what do you, what do people remember? Do they remember the good or do they remember the bad? Yeah. And almost always most, most people remember the bad. Yeah. Especially if it goes on and on and on. That's very true. But that's yep. one of the reasons, too, why if, if you look up any reviews for, for uh, the program, there's not a single bad review. And very few people could ever say that about anything they sell online. you got to have a bad review. Uh, and it looks like artificially too good because there's not a single person who says that I got this, didn't like it, I asked for a refund, he didn't give it back to me. And if anyone is honestly upset, they're given a refund and they get, they get to keep it for free. So I don't, I don't think there's a single bad review out there in uh, two and a half years. Not one person has ever said that they've been disappointed. What um, other really important business principles did you learn from Chris? Yeah, honesty. So you, I remember I hated doing this. You made me do this. If So sometimes these corals would come in and they would get brown. Like they'd come in like blue or purple. And just if they've been sitting for like five to seven days they would kind of turn brownish. They didn't look the same as they were online. And you would have me call up to the customers and tell them that the coral they ordered doesn't look like it does online anymore. I hate it because I felt bad. I'm like, they're going to get angry at me if I tell them that their order that was about to be shipped out the day doesn't look like that. And if they want something else instead. And I, I got so nervous getting on the phone. And uh, like this is before... Like you could just text somebody. I prefer just like send a text, but the, their phone number would be on the order, and it would be up to me. And like one of these big handheld phones, press talk, dial in the number. Hi, is this John? Hey, this is Graham with Reefer Madness. How's it? Hey, yeah. And talking to the like, I was so scared. That's funny too, because yeah. I bet like you'd be like, "Hi, this is Graham for Reefer Madness." <laughs> like, who's running this operation? <laughs> Yeah. Hello, this is Cam. Yeah. No, I don't know. But uh, but everyone was really, and they really appreciated the phone call. Like, no one was upset ever. Some people would be like, oh, man, oh, that sucks. Uh, what else do you have? And, and sometimes it would be, you know, back and forth with, you know, taking a picture of something else and sending it or giving a store credit if they wanted to get something else. But everyone was happy that, that you were really honest even if it wasn't that big of a deal. And there's a few times where I've said, like, I don't even notice a difference. Like, it's like 95% the same thing. And Chris was saying, you still got to call him because if he gets it and they're not 100% happy with mm-hmm. it, it's going to look bad on us. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you're overly cautious. Like, hey, 
Coral doesn't look the same. If you want a discount on this, we could we could do that. We could give you a store credit. You could still ship it. You don't have to get it. We could throw in some stuff for free to make up for it. But there's always something where they got more than expected, even if even if they didn't get the perfect order. Yep. So that's true. To me, it just gave me the confidence of just like being able to work around like adults and be in that environment that I felt like really set me apart. Because once I started working, I hated school. Like I was never a fan of school to begin with, but once I saw that, like, oh wow, I could I could do something I really enjoy doing. And in the beginning, it was I was working for free and getting paid in fish and coral, and I'd like save up for like a sunburst antheus and be like, okay, if I work this this week, I could get a sunburst antheus at the very end of it. Um, but once I started doing that and then like making money, then I was like, what's the point of school? And I remember I'd be sitting in class. This was this was because of you. I would sit in class. And think this is the biggest waste of time. In this hour, if I photoshopped twenty pieces, I would get paid twenty dollars. And the opera and like before I knew about opportunity cost, it was like I could be making twenty. I'm twenty dollars poorer now because I'm sitting in a class, not doing something with my time. I'm wasting my time. And it was after that that school was just I hated it. Did not see the point. Didn't want to do anything other than just work. So you're saying Chris is the reason yes. you, you yes. flunked out of high yeah. school. 100%. Yeah, uh, because once I got my driver's license, that's when it all went downhill. Uh, because before I was relying on my mom or dad to drive me so they could kind of control how much I worked. Mm-hmm. And my mom, like Mondays, I couldn't go on like certain days. It was it was uh, Tuesday, Thursday, and sometimes Fridays. Um, so they could control like how often I was going there. But once I got my driver's license... I would go, not not every day after school. I would say probably three days a week after school. I would just drive down to Torrance and just work. And I I don't know if you knew this, but my senior, I think it was my senior year. So I was I was seventeen. So this would have been kind of the tail end of it. I made up a condition, and I I found a fake doctor's letterhead on Google, printed it out. And I and I and I, I typed this out on a letterhead, and I just did a fake signature that said, <laughs> "This is so stupid." I had a condition of like rare condition of sleep apnea that prevented me. Shut up! From, you never you didn't tell me this. Yeah, I, that prevented me wow. from getting a full night of sleep. And I did, well, I did that so that I could skip the first few classes because I didn't because it's you like were you working get a, so late. I don't know if I was working late. I just didn't want to show up. Or you just didn't want to go. Yeah. Okay. Um, But yeah, so I said I had a sleep apnea. They they believed it. I don't know. (laughs) They never called. They believed it. So I skipped all my morning classes. I don't know if you're setting a very good example here for the younger generation. Most (laughs) our demographics are probably are mostly they. So they say eighteen to thirty five. So they're probably out of school. They're already there. Or but getting close to that point. Getting close gonna, to that point. They're going to write, I don't know if that would work. Right. I don't day. know if that would work now. No. Uh, so I would basically skip all my morning classes. So that, that was good. And then I made it a weird <laughs> goal good. of mine. I made it a goal of mine to miss one day of school every single week. And so <laughs> you I told would me about yeah, that. Yeah. And that I was a work. goal. Yeah. That, that was, was a goal. goal. One day. And, and I did it. How and, would you miss? So I would call up pretending to be my mom. And no. I did a good imitation of my mom. Did Have you heard this? I, I don't know if you ever did it. See if I could do it without laughing. Hi, this is Stefan. I'm so sorry my son Graham isn't feeling well this morning. 
<laughs> his condition of sleep Every apnea. Week. It's not. He's not feeling well. So, I, I'm laughing right now. But yeah, I, I could <laughs> imitate week. it, and I'm doing a bad job because there's Dude, people. Dude, that's here. good. Yeah. That's on. really Hold good. On. And I forget what what her name. Her name was like Tracy at the at the, at the front desk, and she'd be like, "Oh, we're so sorry. <laughs> you know, no problem. We'll see him tomorrow." And I would just, and I don't think my parents knew this, but I would just often work for. But what did, what did they think when they saw your report cards and stuff like that? My parents. What did you think of Graham skipping all of his yeah. school? Well, Chris wasn't there during. It was Andy. Andy was there. Andy was a bro. Andy was just like. I think even once he called in for me. How old is he? <laughs> How old was he at the time? Late thirties, probably. At that time. Yeah, mid thirties, late thirties. Somewhere in there. I think he's pretty, pretty close. So maybe a little bit older than I am. Yeah. Or about the same. I don't know. I'm not, yeah. I, can't, I can't remember. And he called in once or twice for me. Or uh, I think I gave his number as like the doctor if they needed to I verify. And I didn't know this. I don't think he did. But I would work during the day. Because I I was afraid if you if you well, see knew because this, I was would, working at home. Yes, right. I was working at my at my house. I was doing the customer service, answering all the phone calls, doing all and doing some of the updates. I would name the calls. You would edit them. Yeah, I would name them. I would get them up on the site on the website. So I think a lot of the days that um you know that I was I wasn't up at that you know at the uh, at the warehouse. Um, yeah, you must have been. Uh, I was there. You were you were there when uh, you yeah shouldn't shouldn't have been. <laughs> no, I was if there. Andy was. Yeah, I have to ask about that at some point. Yeah, ask Andy about that. But I think you only came in. Was it twice a week? I think it was Tuesdays and Fridays. Really? I came in when the when the shipments. When so the Tuesday, shipments Thursday. Yeah, so I could see the yeah. corals right when they Got right it. when they're bagged, and so I could so I could know that whether a coral needed Got it. Be, you know how it would look. Yeah, needed but, a look for the website. But yeah, my grades suffered because I had zero motivation to do any work at all. Like to me, school was just a waste of time. But wouldn't yeah. your parents encourage you to get good grades? I think they they gave they gave up, and I think. Uh, well, if Andy's they, calling for you at that point, it's probably, like, damn, there's not much. I'm we in can too do deep. I'm in too deep. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> my dad w- was disappointed, but he was my dad's very easygoing, and my mom was was upset, but I was she. You just didn't care. I just didn't care. I really didn't care, and. I was up front with my teachers, with a few of them that I was just like, hey, I just don't get it. Because they would ask me, like, is something, go-? they would think something's going on at home because I'm missing, missing all of these days. I'm constantly, like, sick. Um, I was honest with them. Like, I just, I don't get it. I, I just don't have any interest in learning geometry. So you're saying geometry. you went up to the teacher, and they're like, why are you, like, not showing up to school? And you're just yeah. like, I just don't get it. Why do I have to show up to school? Yeah. Join and negotiate yeah. with the teachers? There was, yeah. Uh, well, I went to this, this school that was a little bit more alternative. The and Smash? No, no. Smash was elementary school. So I was on a scholarship at New Roads High School. How'd you get a scholarship? I applied. Yeah. Well, not a scholarship. Maybe, what is it, financial financial aid? Oh, like a grant or something? Yeah. Like a financial aid? Yeah. It was financial aid. They they had a percentage of students in there that couldn't, whose parents could not afford the tuition mm-hmm. that uh, were admitted. And they only admitted a few a year. And I just happened to be one of them. Chris, what did you think about Graham flunking out of high school? Did you have any opinion on that? You knew my grades were bad. Yeah, I knew they were bad. Um it's a little fuzzy at that point. I think we were getting ready to move to Fiji, so I'm, I think part of that was a little bit, a little bit fuzzy um, from my recollection. Yeah. But you know, 
I don't know. You at that point, I you know who knows. I, you know we we didn't know where you were going to go for that point, mm. but because I was winding, you know, Reefer Menace was kind of making a different transition. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's hard to say. I don't I don't really recollect too much, but mm. I'm I'm sure I was disappointed somewhat because <laughs> it's you know not really a great role model in that sense. I mean, now you yeah. are, of course, yeah. in some ways, but. Um, you know, it's, yeah, it was, uh, I'm sure I, I'm sure I probably wasn't happy because I was kind of led to that, but you know, indirectly or directly. Right. Um, you know, but, but you know, when you have your passion and that was your passion, you found your passion that young, then how can you, how can you frown upon it in that sense? I mean, yes, obviously the, the standard is to go get your, you know, get your high Mm -hmm. school diploma and get, you know, move on to college, you know, university, whatever. But um, if you found your passion that early, yeah. you know, then you're... Then, what about then, with your kids? You get, you have two. Yes. Boy and a girl. Yep. Do you want them to go to college? Are they going to college right now? They're already in college, yeah. Right. Um, they started going to... The cool... I mean, nowadays you can do... Um, I'm a, You can do dual enrollment. In, in Florida, you can do dual enrollment, which is pretty cool. As of a as a junior, you can actually take college classes that, that um, you know, that you don't have to replicate in mm. high school, which is pretty cool. So you can take, you know, your basics, um, your sciences and your maths and even economics and so on and so forth in co- in the community colleges mm. uh, local. Um, and it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool system. Um, and yeah, so there, my son's in, um, he's going, um, he's marine biology in UCF right now, University wow. of Central Florida. And my daughter, she is, um, it's a pretty ho- cool high school, Harmony High School. Uh, they have a veterinarian. Um, you can basically get a certificate of veterinarian as a high schooler. Mm. So you have to do a certain amount of uh, volunteer hours. I think it's like 500 volunteer hours. Um, so, yeah, they're they're running the gamut. But, I mean, this last year has been strange because they've yeah. had to do most of the classes at home. But they're, you know, they're rocking it. They're killing it. They're That's doing awesome. great. I just want to know a little bit. Like, like, like you worked for him for, what, four or five years? Yeah. How did, why did you stop working for him? Did you fire Graham? Did he do something wrong? No, I left him. I said, later, I'm going to Fiji. And you left and you moved yeah. the business to Fiji? No, no actually, I wor- I started working, uh, my, my business partner for Reefer Madness, Walt Smith, I started working, I basically started working for him um, and his wife um, running the Mariculture Farm uh, at, in Fiji. So I, I, that's what I what? basically yeah. ran. I, I, I left Reefer Madness. Um, Why? I never understood this because I think when I was like 16 or 17, I just I, I never understood like why the behind we, the scenes or like why, why that we happened left? or like, yeah. I, I, for some people, yes. I, I got that question a lot. Like, yeah. why would you leave? You're, you're running this company. Right. You're owning this my company. My understanding was that. Why would you leave? My, my rumor or yes. like, I guess what my understanding was that you got an offer to sell your portion and that uh, it was it was just s- such high stress, such big hours, and it and it made sense to take a step back. That was my interpretation. I don't think anyone told me this. I think that's just went through my mind. Not, I mean, not really. I think it. I'd always had a dream. We'd always, my wife and I, really had always have a dream to to try to do a little bit more, um, try to make a little bit bigger impact. And I always thought that running say like a coral farm um 
out in the ocean was, I mean, it was, it was, I mean, how many people have that opportunity to be able to run a farm, a coral farm on the other side of the world and living in a completely different, you know, uh, culture. Mm -hmm. I mean, because Fiji is, uh, it's, it's a, it's completely different. It's not something that you can, you can't take the same things that you can from here. You have to go to like four or five different grocery stores to get this, the groceries that you would, you know, here you go to Albertsons or whatever, and you pick up or, you know, pick whatever you yep. eat up there. You have to go to, you know, a, a meat market. You have to go to a, um, a grocery store, one grocery store to get your milk and another grocery store to get your butter. And, um, and then, and then the, and then the farmer's market to get your vegetables. Wow. Um, yeah, 2007, I think, mm-hmm. is the last time we've seen each yep. other. So, yeah, long time. Yeah. Long time, yeah. So, have you so, followed, like, did you did you find out about a YouTube channel? or We kept in touch briefly kept, about 10 years yeah, ago on Facebook. Yeah, well, a little but, bit, yeah, Facebook. And um, you had mentioned something about artwork, because I was doing some artwork, too. Mm-hmm. When I came back from Fiji, I started doing some art, and... Um, you were saying, oh yeah, you should post it on Reddit and so on and so forth, and I couldn't figure it out. No, no, no. Okay, um, but yeah, um, yeah, but I, I always, you know, I followed your, your, you know, I see your Facebook posts about your Hollywood, you know, all the the, the actual proper properties that you post on on Facebook yep. back in the day, and um, just like, damn, this, you know, he's got it going on, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, may may have flunked, but he's, you know, he's the classic, you know, that yeah, school wasn't right for me, but I, I found my niche. Um, so yeah, I'm. Um, but yeah, always fo- always followed you, and then your mm-hmm. exponential growth now on on um, you know on YouTube. It's you know it's 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 incredible to see. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've always you know watched from afar, and you know thought it was you know thought it was um, yeah it was it's you know, hats off to you, bro, to be able to take <laughs> Thanks, what man. you know yeah. those you know what I uh, what I taught you indirectly or directly in that sense, and and um, nurtured your you know your. Uh, your passion for, um, you know, for your goal to have a Lotus. And yep. that was always what yep. I always remember your goal to have a Lotus, that orange Lotus that, uh, you know, that you, you know, Dave's, uh, not Dave bought one, but Dave Palmer and yep. at Pacific Aqua farms. Um, and you'd see it every day and you just like, you know, man, it's gotta be mine. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah. And, and, and to see that, to be able to take that, um, and, uh, and, and to, you know, to see what you've, what you've, what you've, driven from theirs it's yeah. it's it's amazing um yeah for me it was just a lotus that's all i wanted yep when i first it. saw that lotus and like that was my only goal it was just i want enough money to buy a lotus that was it that's that that was jack with the tesla jack wanted the tesla really badly yeah but not yet not yet not yet i tell jack my advice to jack is that as soon as he gets the Tesla, it's, it's, immediately it's going to be something else. But it's really nice to have that carrot, to have that little carrot yeah, dangling. Was that, for you? was that the same for you? Like once carrot? you got the Lotus, you were just like, eh, what's next? Yes. Really? Yeah. What was next? Uh, house. 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 Yeah. But for a while, the Lotus was it. Uh, when I got the Lotus, I'm like, I'm set. That's it. Don't need anything else. As long as I have the car, I'm chilling. Um, but yeah, that lasted about six months. And then I was like, okay, next is I got to get a house. All right. Yeah. Well, speaking of here, I got a, oh, speaking yeah. of artwork, I got something for you. Mm. I don't know if you want to, this is a, this okay. is what I do on my, my spare time when okay. I'm not working at worldwide oh, yeah. corals. I've got, I've got something. This is a, cool. this is my other, um, uh, this is kind of like a housewarming gift. I think here, 
So this is what I kind of do on the on my side. I take oh, these. Wow! I take. Uh, I How took this I? barn down in Tennessee. It was one of my stops, and uh, and I <laughs> I basically carve it. tropical fish on my free time, and um, this is called a candy basslet, and uh, it's basically carved. I draw it out. I carve it. And then I paint it, and this it is, takes me yeah. hours and hours and hours. I probably have a hundred and plus hours in that piece right there. This yeah. I see how detailed and it if is. You, if you put like UV yeah. light on it, you'll see a whole different animal. Oh, we got to do that. Different fish. Wow, it's got pretty cool. scales. Yeah, there's we'll, we'll get some B-roll of this. It's, wow, it's, even the mouth. Out with yeah, the I carve. Look at the back. Well, I mean, I've got a, I've got a, uh, a jigsaw. I, so I draw it out by hand. Yeah. I draw all the you know fish and anemones. That is so cool. No, I, the, this anemone, would actually look really good against the black to one. find some spot. Part of me wants to put it by the tank, but I feel like it just it wouldn't it wouldn't stand out enough. Up above. Yeah. Okay. Well, fa- we're gonna find can, some spot. If you can like yeah. hang like a UV light on it, okay. like a butt, like blasted. You know, you we'll can see find it in front of the tank or whatever. But okay. If you can just like a spotlight on it, and it's so cool. So it's you know it's kind of a it's kind of a cool little. Do you sell these? I do, I do, I sell them. I don't, I don't you know, I don't, I'm, I All don't right. make a lot of them because I, I work so much. But I, so they're kind of a limited. I don't, I will never yeah. probably make another one of these ever. Okay, of the candy. Bassett. Wow. So it's kind of it's a limited edition. You'll you'll never see one. Well, you know, we'll like put that. the link in the description. Yeah, uh, you cool. you might sell out pretty quickly. How how we'll many see. are for sale right now? Uh, there's a few. There's a few. But it's always something I work, you know, working for. So there's a link in the description, guys. Yeah. So I have so, a feeling you'll you'll sell out of these. So the link in the description, you could get one. <laughs> they're pretty. Thank cool. you, man. So yeah, that's, I that's, love uh, look at the, the level of detail. Alex, when you see this thing, it's nuts. Yeah, from the gill plates to the yeah, that's pretty fins. Yeah, like everything is just like yeah. looks like. Just it's a hundred and twenty year old piece of you know barn wood. Wow, of all things, it's white oak. So, um, thank you. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's somewhere, something you can, uh, you know, cause I see you have some, you have some really cool artwork around your place. So yeah. this, I think will go, um, will go well with it mix it I well with, love it, it. with it. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. Very cool. You're going to see a lot of subscribers now be like, I got one. I got one. I know I'm going to get Instagram produce. pictures. Look at what I got, yeah. Graham. And yeah, like I said, I mean, I, I feel like I owe like, so much of just what I've learned along the way to Reefer Madness and like having that first job and just getting the experience of working at a young age and like being able to like be surrounded by adults and see how people work and like the business behind it. Even if I didn't fully understand like what I was doing or what was involved was so important for me. So yeah. really like sincerely thank you for that. Yeah, opportunity. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and the corals part of it, you know, like I said, I work currently work for worldwide corals and it's an it's an amazing place to work, and I mean it's it's spectacular all the different corals we have a fifteen hundred gallon reef tank, we have a twelve hundred gallon lagoon with mangrove growing out of the back yeah. of it. You can look it up on on Instagram and on uh, Facebook and on YouTube. Yeah, um, and it's it's an amazing um, it's an amazing place, and we, you know we do I run the web department there, so all the corals that you see on the website it's very similar to Reefer Madness in that yeah, sense. Yeah, that's cool. Um, the customer service is, is almost exactly I've I've built it to 
exact almost be exactly the same and the care and the making sure that we you know produce products that are true to life and and growing these corals out and names and you know everything that we do i've realized this on my own but i feel like graham works best if you just leave him alone and it seems like you're pretty like <laughs> you're pretty like hands-off employer and I am, I I am not a I am not a micromanager. I never have been. I don't like yeah. I don't like being a micromanager. I think that people always second guess themselves when you're you know micromanaging. Mm-hmm. So they 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 second guess their own abilities, and I, I just I can't stand it. So I'll give you a goal, yeah. and I'll say you know have at it, um, and then I'll give you some little tweaks on the way, and then um, you know then I think that develops and and their their the the product that they produce gets better and better and better. That's how Graham likes see. to work. See, well, that's, that's, but see, that's how I like to work, but I feel like I, I do get micromanaging. Do I, Jack? I feel like I, I do. Uh, a little bit. Yeah. But like, you micromanage? Yeah. A little bit. I'm but very, I feel like I'm meticulous. Like everything well, has to be Maybe precise. in this particular yeah. one, you're, you know, having, yeah. you know, you've got, you know, how many? 3.19 million. 3.2. 3.2 <laughs> now. Wow. After we this, grew. it would be more. We so, grew. yeah. So 3.2 yeah. million subscribers. You, you probably need to more so. Um, but yeah, in the beginning, in the beginning, you were very micromanaging, but yeah. now you've kind of realized that I, I, I feel like I, you've drilled in these principles into my head. So I don't really, I'm pretty on yeah. it with most things. in the beginning. It was deadlines for Jack. We, we had an agreement that the podcast would be done 24 hours prior. And then I was sitting there 24 hours being like, it's going to be soon. It's going to be. And then like 20 I would, hours, I would be, never what's do on? it. What's going on? I would never have it. It's never gotten done before. And I would be sitting there at midnight, 1 a.m. It's not up. It's not up. We're posting tomorrow. What's going on with this? What's going on? Don't worry. It'll be up in the morning. First thing yeah. in the morning. Where is it? Where is it? No, I never yeah. missed posting. You like never I always missed had, posting. Yeah. I always had it up. One it was time. always processed. It was everything was one time. Per- one time with Ryan Pineda, but that wasn't, I had it done on time. There was just a the problem. Processing, yeah. yeah, it was a, it was something else, like something like that. Yeah, something weird some, happened Some with technological the Exactly, but I had it done on time, but I never missed an upload. Graham just That's said true. he wants it uploaded an hour before, but I would, I'm not going to lie, I was so busy throughout the week. And it's like to add on the podcast because I needed that extra day because that's on a Sunday. So at least I could work on it all day Saturday and work on it and stay up late Saturday night, you know. But like throughout the week, I had so much stuff I had to do. It was hard to have this done as well, you know, by Friday while I have all these other things I'm trying to do. What's your advice for Jack? This is great. Give Jack some advice. And Jack, ask Chris for advice. Okay. Chris, you could you could you could go into business coaching after this. Business coaching. You could. could Seriously, I? if you I guarantee if you set up an email address. I'm I'm like I'm half joking, but I'm being serious okay. here. If you set up a, a business email address and I guarantee people would reach out to you for one-on-one coaching for business advice. Cuz I feel like you if you have so much that you taught me mm-hmm. that I would only imagine like what you've learned, learned along the way. Then? It's possible. It's so possible. if you decide to do this, you have a week to decide. <laughs> if you see an email in the description, you did it. If not, I'm not going to push it. I'm not going to micromanage that. But if you want to do it, if you want to do it, you maybe can do I it. reach out to you and you can help me with actually the setup part of it, the technological part of it. Then nope. maybe I could. No, All it is no. email, yeah. email, PayPal, email, PayPal, That's, and then and then help people. Yeah. So um, people would reach out to you. You'll yeah. have a rate, and yeah. then people will PayPal you in advance. And you always, sometimes you just go back and forth over email. Make make mm-hmm. sure it's something that you could actually work with. They'll send you a PayPal. You set up a time to chat with them. Well, what are you running into? What are your what are your issues? What are you running into that he has to micromanage you for? 
Is it still that? The hitting the deadlines, or is it different? Be completely honest. This is my issues with my job. Just in general, with with running. See, we're now we're turning this on you. Yeah. I guess like my only real issues with my job is that I wish that I could do it more like remotely. Like I, cause I, I try to visit my family like at least once every two weeks, but I've been here for, it's like, I think like my, my fourth week in a row that I've been here. And I like to spend like a weekend with my parents, but, and also I know that like a few years down the road, it's going to be really difficult for, for Graham and I to be able to do that kind of stuff. Like, especially even when I buy a new house, when Mm -hmm. I buy a house in Las Vegas, I'm going to want to live there and I'm going to want to stay there throughout the day. But Graham is going to want me to come here. But most of the work that I do, I can do it remotely. Graham, I think, I think just like likes my physical presence in the room if we're like going back and forth on thumbnails and titles. Although it may be the exact same thing if it's over the air, you know? My defense to that is that Jack, (laughs) Jack is free to go whenever he wants to, if you want to see your family. Uh, I'm, I'm never, I'm never holding Jack hostage so anytime. <laughs> sometimes like weekends like this are planned out like a week or two in advance. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, this week we got this thing planned next week. We also have people flying in. Um, but for the most part, it's completely open. So just, just so you know, um, uh, no, also, he doesn't hold me hostage. Yeah, I, I never hold Jack hostage, Yeah, but, uh, but now I feel like I've noticed a difference between in-person collaborations that you just can't do over a zoom call. And there's there's some sort of magic that'll happen if we're working over a title or a thumbnail that and we we post, you know, three three really main times a week. And that's that in-person collaboration going back and forth and that like tension in the room of neither of us could think of a title. Uh, you don't get the same thing and the same effectiveness mm-hmm. over Zoom. Well, I think I think for 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 you, you have to have you do have to have some down. Do you have any downtime? Yeah, I, I've definitely like since we hired Alex, like I'm actually working very, like I'm working reasonable hours, you know, okay. obviously okay. like I usually start like later than Graham, but mm. I usually go later than Graham. Yep. Like I'll be able to go out, play spike ball with my friends at five, come back at like eight, do a, a you know, maybe like an hour mm. or two till I go to bed. So I have like reasonable hours. I can take off time. I can come back. I'm working. I'm happy with the amount of working right now. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's one of the things is that to become a, I mean, I know, you know, for, from, from all these years of doing, doing this, you know, with the web, you know, managing web departments and coming up with all these, you know, these names. And I do know that you've got to have a little bit of downtime. You've got to have your brain to be able to clear itself, to be able to come up with those catchphrases, you know, to come up with those names for, you know, to, to, so that they're exciting that they can click, you know, for click on. So I do know that, you know, managing your time wisely and, and allowing yourself to, you know, to clear that, to clear your brain is, is, is important, but, um, you know, the, for the deadlines to be able to work for, I mean, if you guys have a specific goal that you need and that you, you know, that you're trying to get to, um, you should probably need to, you probably need to buckle down and just, you know, and, and deal with it for a little bit longer until you get to the point where, you know, you can make that decision between the two of you guys rather than, you know, I also think one other thing, I think Graham needs to instill a little bit more trust in me because, he, you mean like I did with him back in the day? Yeah, like he'll he'll if um, I if I want to make a decision. You, do you have? I mean, are those? Does he have the, the fortitude to be able to you know to to be able to do that? I feel like like we're in therapy right now. <laughs> <laughs> like we were a mediator here. Uh, yes, okay. so, I do. Yeah. Right. So like, like obviously things that benefit Graham benefit me, and I totally see that and I recognize it, and 
And for certain things, like like I was picking out a new router for the house, right? Like and for, for the Wi-Fi because we drastically needed it. And I spent a lot of time. Alex spent a lot of time. He researched it. It was such a pain in the butt calling the Wi-Fi company trying to figure out what's wrong with it. I sunk so many hours trying to figure out the new router. And then finally, Al, you know, Alex too, we settled on a router that we liked and like the satellites that we liked with the router. And I go to Best Buy and then Graham and I had like some back and forth on like the cost of the router. And I thought it was did so we, dumb. I don't remember it. I thought we, we did, did it. No, this is no, Graham we, you're speaking about yeah, with costs. Exactly. I mean, come on. But the thing is, it's like it's for the business. And not only is it for the business, but like you're going to have me a full time employee and Alex a full time employee and Graham and Macy and everyone's going to be hogging up all the bandwidth on the. And it, it's just very important that we have fast Wi-Fi. And Graham was like, I hope you don't spend more than this amount. <laughs> And I'm like, dude, if only you realize how important it is to have Wi-Fi that doesn't cut out. We would literally be sitting right here trying to get to comments or like be posting a video and the Wi-Fi would like not work. We would have to move to another room. It was so dumb. We moved to another room because the Wi-Fi wasn't working here. But when we were other when we were in the other room, this is still Graham you're speaking of. Yes. So, you know, we, we all know. Oh, just we, wait. We, we know. We were in the other room. Yeah. The video wasn't performing. And Graham said, it's because we're in this room. So we came back here and the <laughs> Wi-Fi wasn't even working. I'm superstitious. So like, I have to be sitting right superstitious there. Superstitious or super, super? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, superstitious. 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 I, 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 I kid you not. I have to be sitting right there when I post a video. Otherwise, it doesn't perform yeah. well. We've tested other locations. But the Wi-Fi wasn't even working here. But they don't but, do Okay, well. here's the question. It's true. Have you upgraded it? Yes. I upgraded you, the Wi-Fi. And now you but, don't have to sit yeah, in this but particular location? I do. I still sit there. You still sit here yeah, because the Wi-Fi is good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But there was flack right. from Graham. And it's stuff like that where it's like, obviously, what I want Trust. is going to be what is best for what is, you know, for Graham. And what is best for Graham is what is best for me. So so here's the thing. I <laughs> He has to heed my, my requests and advice. Uh, I, I got the fastest internet that you could buy with, with this thing. And it was just this location here. So I think my rebuttal there was, let's call up the Wi-Fi company and see if they'll fix it. You don't know how many hours I spent <laughs> online with Cox. It was Because I was like, my, my thinking was like, it okay, was, we're paying for the good one. We should get that service. It was worth it. So you're saying the trust factor isn't the there. Trust factor. After all these years of working together and there's no trust factor. The, yeah, you could get like 95% <laughs> the quality if I was working elsewhere. That's okay, really so it. Here, here's yeah. a point. Right? Yeah. We talked about earlier about um, you know, some of the things that you learned at Reefer Madness. Right. Well, um, sometimes if you have something, say, you know, shipping out around Coral or c- customers not happy with something, so on and so forth, it, it's seeing kind of play with sometimes improving upon something to improve something else mm-hmm. is hard to see when you're already in it and you're focused on this particular thing should work, but yet there's an alternative to be able to surpass that and go beyond that because we all know that cable companies are not always the easiest to deal with. Yeah. So um, finding a separate route, I mean, maybe, I don't know. I'm just saying that that maybe in the future, do you have other technology, uh, technological advances that you need to make in the uh, in and around the house? Like uh, We do. So we do. And maybe, you know what? So maybe, maybe you, you need to do the same sort of thing. You can say, okay, well, this is the drawback, and here is the benefit. He, you know, we could save, even if it's one hour a week, to get an iMac. That's worth it. And the quality will go up. I said we get an iMac. And, and we're going to get one. Test it out, though. To get one. The, the, the happy, a happy employee is a good employee. Yeah, I, I firmly I believe Macs that. I dig Macs, too. I dig. I mean, I, I work with both, but, you yeah. know, I dig, I dig them. They never fail you. Yeah. They never fail. They never lock up. They never. I mean, 
It's 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 unbelievable I, how efficient I, they are. I said that we could get one. And, and I just test I just so how many do you do you need more than one? Yes. yes I just so wanted to point two. out that we we but they don't fail you. They don't. We so, have. I'm. I don't know. I'm. So, I, I know you're editing different I mean, stuff than I. Than I. I'm still using I mean, the same. Yeah. I get it. I, I. How many was it? How many YouTube subscribers? Three, Three two. two. Yeah. Okay. And it's like four between all. Yeah. I saw some kids. of the number you make per hour. Oh yeah. So you in in one hour would basically Save pay a for, lot of money. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But and then you pay for I that. I don't like to make big changes. I like the I, I know, we, everything's we the can, same. We'll do it slowly. We don't need to go all crazy with two IMAX. We'll get one. I give it to Alex. Have Alex deal with it a little this bit. Is, this and is the more. thing too. I'm splitting the cost. So whatever whatever Graham and I buy for Alex, that means I'm in fifty percent. I'm totally cool with that. You know. Oh damn. I said yes. So there you. So you but I need you're one paying, too. You're I'm, paying for one. Yeah. He's paying for one. But Graham wants two. to wait. For me he to get to wait. He says, "What do you want? Generation two or something?" <laughs> no, he, like, he just how, wants how to long? wait. I don't know. <laughs> he just and there's there's no so end goalpost. It's yeah. like my advice: if you really think it's going to make that much of a difference, do, do it. it. And you know what? I just want to say yeah. I talked to Ines after because we we recorded a podcast with someone right before you came here, and he has like he has a YouTube channel with these crazy like cameras and equipment and all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. Hundred grand in equipment for filming. And I talked to him afterwards. He pulled me aside and he says, you know what, man? Like, I didn't want to say this on the podcast, but you were right. You, you guys got to upgrade your equipment. It, it, like oh, it, it makes works. sense. He said, it he says, works. I admire, you know, Graham wanting to still you to, you know, the, use the towels as light diffusers and stuff like that. Like I admire that, but at a certain point, it yeah. only makes sense to, to scale up because yeah. think about where you'll be three years from now. Are you still going to use the towel as yes. a light diffuser? Are you still going to use the Canon <laughs> yes. ADD? Yes. Okay. What about 10 years from now? Maybe if, if they gonna, work, but I think it just makes sense to to scale up and to build I a better. Remember production. how excited he was about that can the the Sony? Yeah, right. Yeah, the, the so Sony camera. It's the I'll same. Ninety nine bucks, bro. Dude, I I bought a camera. Ninety nine dollars. My camera, all of my equipment, it was like three thousand dollars, mm -hmm. and I I spent three thousand dollars. And Graham is rocking with like a, a six hundred dollar camera. But it works. Body. It works. It does. That's work. that's what it's like. Why fix what isn't broken? been working this entire it's a time experience i think for the viewers to have a like it just is i mean the only the only thing that i always see is that and i i sometimes do this too on graham's behalf is that if it does work you can see all your upgrades but the problem is a lot of times with upgrades are is that unless you have somebody that isn't comfortable to make that upgrade you always fall back to what works so making that upgrade sometimes doesn't fulfill your need nor does it nor does the cost basically make it make it an advantage for mm. you if, if you can't if you can't make it work. So that's always yeah. the thing you have to look at is that it, are you going to use that upgrades? Are you going to be able to use those yeah. particular things that are going to make that yeah. you know make that upgrade? I wouldn't work for you. But you know what? Because you're here, yeah. Jack. We'll get two MacBooks. We'll get. We'll do it. We'll do it just because Chris is here. And just Yo, because bro. we're talking about it, I, I will make the leap of faith. We're going to get to. You could order them right after this. Damn. I'm going to go in-store pickup. But make sure to I'm, keep the costs down. We're going to get the decked out ones down. Okay. Maybe wait for a sale. <laughs> Is there a Memorial yeah. well, Day wait a sale? No, wait Alex a has an Apple card. Wait, you just said yeah. make the purchase after this 
you know, after the podcast. But now you're saying wait for yeah, a now sale. I'm thinking, now it. I'm thinking. Now but I Max spoke don't, to but now Max this is not your problem. You're thinking Max don't go on sale. That's true. Alex right? has an Apple card. Memorial you get 5% day. or 3% oh, yeah, yeah. off. 5% or off. Okay. See, I'm excited. See, now you need to pay me. Oh, yeah. There you go. I'm very excited. Even though I'm dropping probably like two grand, I'm very excited. Very excited. Alex is, Al- and Alex is giggling Alex is in the background. Giggling over in the corner. He, yeah, he We're gets, happy he gets for a you. computer too. We're okay. happy for Look you. Look at that. That's, that's All right. sweet. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Thanks Anything so else? much. That, that's yeah, great I got advice. one more question for you. If you could go anywhere in the world, where would you go? Because you've done a lot of traveling, right? Oh, can I answer this question too? Uh, no. <laughs> where would you go, Jack? Uh, anywhere. Thailand. Why Thailand? Because it's cheap and the culture is beautiful. It's, it's a beach town, but it's also very green, you know? Um, it's beautiful. Yeah. The culture is cool. Jack actually had a trip scheduled to Thailand, and then the illness hit. Yeah, and then it was canceled. Well, first time out oh, of the country. Shut down. Yeah, yeah. Where would I go? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's always been a dream to, to, like I think I mentioned to you earlier, to dive with those the white humpbacks in the northern islands of Tonga. Mm-hmm. That that would be that would be something else. Or or with the manas, there's a few locations where you can dive with manta rays. I've done it once. I dove in with a manta manta ray once out in the middle of nowhere. Actually, Christine and I just this captain we were with, and he's like, we thought it was a plastic bag in the ocean. It was, and he's like, no, that's a manta ray. Jump in now. And we what? just got through on our masts and just in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the ocean, like you can't like you can see islands, you know, but they're you know probably a, a mile away. And we just jumped in, and sure enough, here's this manta ray just feeding. He's just doing these loops. And we're, you know, chugging them after, you're chugging, you know, flying, swimming as fast as we could behind him, watching this manta ray just do these loops and just eating the plankton. And that was incredible. So to see something like that or to even, you know, to dive with the, with the white humpbacks, that is, that would be pretty. Yeah. The, South, the humpbacks of the South Pacific, they're, they're basically their whole, most of their body, like three quarters of their body is just this white and it's just incredible. Why haven't you done that yet? work I, yeah. I just work in some you know me i mean i just i just work i just do a lot of work if i'm not working worldwide worldwide core i'm working on my art and you know or, or usually it's like one day of art and you know doing artwork and then the second day is a family day so you know where we spend one of those days um being a family and doing stuff as a family so um yeah for the most part yeah. yep is it possible why. to get time off like how long would you need um, to make that trip, yeah. you probably need a good 10 days, probably 10, 10 days or something. How long is that to travel? It's a, What's it's a, like it's a haul. It's a haul. Hours? No, Tonga's not quite as far. Um, Fiji's 11, 11 hour, 10 hour, 11 hour flight. Tonga's depends. I think you can go through Hawaii. You can go Hawaii and then down to Tonga, I believe. There might be some straight shots out of LA. Um, but yeah, coming from like going from Florida yeah. over, yeah, it's it's it'd probably be a good 12, yes. 12 to thirteen okay. hour flight. So yeah, cool. Well, yeah. I would like to do that for you and Christine. Whoa! So Damn. you literally let me know when we'll wow. make it happen. Okay, dang. So, All right, you gonna come with me. me? Are you gonna come with me? Maybe. We'll if see. You, if you come with <laughs> yeah. me, yeah. If you oh, and gee, I don't know if I can get me, the time off. You you're gonna if I can make it, you can make it. Then I can show you. Then I can show you why why oh, I move why I move to the islands of Fiji. Then you can then you can see why. You know. Well, then if I go, then Jack and Alex have to go too. Have to go too. Yeah, yeah I mean, we could make it. And, and well, obviously, Macy's assumed. Yeah, you can. Yeah, we can make it a. You know, that would be a pretty pretty crazy. 
That would make some trip, good wouldn't it? That would be incredible float footage, wouldn't it? We just yeah, gotta, we just got to get Christine away from you know, um, slowly get her away from being camera shy. Right. Yes. Okay. Realistically, do you know when you would be able to get ten? Well, I don't even know if. Off? I don't even. It it'd probably have to be probably if we could do it, we'd probably next year. It would have to go. Okay. But, let's um, let's aim for that then. Yeah, because I think yeah. you know with the corona and all this stuff, it's all right. still shut down, but. Um, yeah, it should open up. I, cool. you know, should open up by then. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll make it happen. That'd be, that'd yeah, be, but that would like, that'd be a lot of fun. That would be my gift to thank you for everything that you've done for me. And I think that would be a fun experience. That'd be, that'd so, be fun. Yeah. 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 Well, perfect. For sure. Let's there do we it. go. Going to Tonga. You're getting to, <laughs> to IMAX and now you're going to Tonga. Look wow. up Tonga. Tonga's a pretty cool place. This, this is, is a great this episode. Is, this is a testimonial for uh, for you as a business coach. You should be doing the same thing too because you got Jack a MacBook or what is it? An iMac an computer iMac. and a trip. And Alex is obviously going to come along so we could vlog it. Uh, you should do the business con- consulting. All I right. would do it. 175 okay. an hour. Okay. That's what you should be doing. All right. That's you a actually good do price. It? Yeah, 175 an hour. Yeah. Do that. Will you actually do it? Minutes. Would I actually do it? Yeah. Um, sure. Okay. I'll do it. If, if the it, email's in the description, you did it. If not, then no yeah, worries. I don't want to press right. it. But Sure. But yeah, you. I think uh, That's Jack will- That's great value. That's great Jack value. will testify it worked yeah, for him. It worked for me. Yeah, and, it's got, and it cost me money. So, uh, so there you go, Jack. All right. Is there anything else? I don't think so. Just really appreciative that you came yeah. on the podcast. Very nice to meet you. Yeah, absolutely. It's been- like, uh, yeah, absolutely. It's been a long time, um, but it's yeah. This is this is a lot of fun. I mean, this cool. just happened. Just hit me up a week, you know, yep. a week ago, and let, and uh, Christina and I were like, yeah, let's let's make it, let's make it happen. Yeah, it's, just, it's an adventure. I love adventure. Yeah, I love adventure. Yeah. I mean, like this I was said, totally a last minute thing. It was like, how is this weekend? I was, sure, let's do let's it. Do it. Yep. I mean, it was cool. It was fantastic of you to be cool. able to work us, you know, work us into your you know, crazy busy schedule. So we did it. Yeah, you did it. It's cool. Um, Been a lot, but yeah. thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Really, my, thank my you pleasure. for everything. My pleasure. I was, yeah. It was, it was a lot of fun. Cool. It's cool. This is, this is a, this is a really good experience. It's, 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 it's fun. It's loose. It's not, you know, and I think that's, that, that bodes well to bringing out the, the personalities of, of, of the true personalities of people that you have, on, you yeah. have on your show, which is awesome. It's not, it's not uh you know, it's it's not in a situation where you feel like you have to, you know, be outside of yourself. Exactly. Which is, which is very cool. And I appreciate that. Thank well, you, guys. Well, you're welcome. Thanks so much. And thanks so much for the fish. So with that said, you guys, thank you so much for watching. I really appreciate it. Uh, we're going to link to your information down below in the description. But before you leave, make sure to subscribe. Hit the notification bell. Hit the uh, subscribe button. And also, you could get your free stock worth all the way up to $70 down below in the description when you sign up for public. You may How as well much? do it. $70. 70 It used to be 50 It's yeah, going up. Now it's $70 Dang. for a limited time, and you could potentially get a completely free stock of Tesla. So Dang. if you want that, down below in the description, use code GRAM. That's okay. it. It's pretty much like free money. So enjoy. Thank you guys so much for watching, and until, until next, next time. time. Okay. Make sure to hold the mic this way. All right. Yeah, yep. There you go. Cool. All right.